there's a lot of people that get into marriages and they don't work out for whatever reason they don't work out. And sometimes they feel uneasy because they don't know what the future is going to hold when they have their life after a divorce, especially if it's a messy divorce and, you know, people at each other's throats. I mean, that's the worst kind of divorce to deal with. And take it from me, you don't want to deal with that. But how do you move on afterwards? Well, you have to have a time period with yourself. You should not just jump into any kind of relationship. I believe that when you get done with a divorce, you need to have a vacation. You need to get away from your city and your state, go somewhere and just relax. What I did after my divorce, I went somewhere for two and a half weeks and that two and a half weeks really recharged me, helped me not really think about certain things. And then after I had that two and a half weeks, I was ready to come back and just deal with my new life. Of course, when you divorce, especially you talk about in the guise of a man, your life is going to change, especially if you had children. You know, you go from having your children every day to now every other weekend. That for me was the hardest thing was to go from daily dad to every other weekend dad or, you know, I mean, now some people got a great relationship where they can still have their kids that much, but that wasn't really the case for me. So for me, I was, you know, what was hurting me the most that I was kind of down about that for about three months. I'm not going to lie with you guys because, you know, so I love my, you know, my son and everything and to not have him. I mean, that was just, you know, hard. But, you know, I realized I became actually a better dad because in that previous situation, it was so much contention going on. I couldn't really focus on being a dad. But as you get in your new life and even let's take some time to, you know, assess the previous relationship as well. Assess what got you guys to that point. You have to also look at what hand that you had in it, too, because I know sometimes we may say, well, they did this to me and, and I had nothing to do with that. A lot of times that's true. But then sometimes you may have a hand in some things that you allowed. You made a hand. You may have a hand in not checking some things when you should have checked it and allowed those problems to get to that point. So you have to look at it and also look at yourself, because what you have to do is take a self inventory of yourself and say, OK, in a next relationship that I'm going to have. I'm not going to be repeating these things because I know what that can lead to. Right. You have to say, I'm not going to allow any lying because lying leads to more and more problems. I'm not going to allow any disrespect that leads to problems. I'm not going to have trust issues because if I got a trust issue, I'm not going to waste my time. There's a lot of things you have to go through in yourself to learn what was right and what was wrong with the previous situation. Now I will say, don't go have sex with your ex-spouse whatsoever. You got to cut that off. Even if, you know, you're not dating nobody, you're not dating nobody, and you're just familiar, I want to do that. No. It's other people you can have sex with. You don't have to want to have sex with them at all. And you try to get over them and you having these mixed feelings, whatever. If you went through a divorce and you broke up, you did it for a reason. I'm a firm believer of not really returning to exes like that. Because if you, you get to the point you broke up, but obviously it's for a reason, let the situation go. But you assess everything from that previous relationship. Then, especially I'm telling this more so to men, 
Write down everything that you are looking for in a woman. You got to write it down. You can't just have it in your head. Write everything down that you're looking for in a woman. Write down what she need to be for you. And you also need a list of what you're not going to tolerate from a woman. Now, I'm telling men to write this because if you don't write this down and fill out the blanks, when you meet women, they're going to fill out the blanks for you. So you got to come into the next situation knowing what you want, what you're not going to tolerate. So when you go out on that first date with that woman, don't be shy. Be assertive. Talk to her. Find out where her head is at. Now, you could be in a few spaces. You could be, I'm just dating. I just want friends right now. Or if you get to the point to say, you know what, I'm ready for a relationship. I kind of been by myself. Uh, all right, I got it out of my system. I'm ready for a relationship. When you're at that point, make sure you ask that woman on that date. Hey, I mean, where you at? Because you got to find out where she at. She may just want to be friends. She may not want no relationship. If she don't really don't want no relationship or is looking to go that route, then don't even waste your time. I mean, don't waste your time on people that don't really want to be in relationships. You got to find it out on day one. Don't don't waste it. Time is money. Time is precious. You can't get that back. So you find out that she's on the same page as you, for instance, or even a woman. He's on the same page as you. Then you need to find out, you know, a little bit. I would suggest about their previous relationship, like you know, what broke them up. X, Y, Z There's ways to ask that without being so intrusive. And usually women, one thing about women, they will talk. They will tell you. Then once you kind of hear some things, you know, you just kind of tell your situation, you know, how that went. And you just kind of get into the conversation or, you know, what you're looking for in a woman, because women like to hear that when you what you're looking for. And then also in the process of you letting them know everything you're looking for, just saying, but, you know, even though if I get that kind of woman and one thing, a few things I won't tolerate and go through your don't tolerate list. Now, either she's going to be like, oh, OK, that's cool like that because she don't do those things you don't tolerate or if she a woman that do things that you don't tolerate. She's going to retort back and say, well. I mean, why would you say that? I don't, I mean, is that an issue for you? Is that, you know, and if she having issues with your do not tolerate list, then you got to make a decision. Well, do I want to keep talking to this woman or not? And then also, because let's say you had a previous situation with your ex, let's say you have a child or children that comes into the mix. You got to find out if she got children and, you know, blend family. So there's a lot of things you kind of have to do life after of a divorce. Right. But it can be good because I believe that, after a divorce, if you do the proper inventory on yourself and also what you need in that person, you can pick better. And this is what I can tell you from my personal experience. I have picked better than my previous situation. And I wish I knew what I knew now. But, of course, every relationship is progressive. Every relationship you're learning, you're growing. And that's every relationship. But I can say, you know, I'm going on eight years with my wife now. Like I said, I'm talking about life after my, you know, ex you know, my divorce and everything going on eight years. And I applied the same things I'm telling you guys with my situation. I'm not just telling you this just because I want to make some content. I just want to help you guys just with some life because some people are in that position. Some people are single. They don't know why. And well, you just have to just be straight to the point. Cause sometimes some of you guys play with people too much. I don't believe playing with people. I ain't got that kind of time, but if you're building a viable relationship with this person and, you know, I always say, you know, give them at least six, six to eight months before you even meet their children or even go to see their children, because I don't believe in people seeing your children like that. I mean, at least my son, 
Only people he ever seen me with is his mother and my wife. That's it. He didn't see me with nobody else. Why? Because they were not going to meet him. I've had women to say, why can't I meet your son? I'm like, no, because we're not at that point yet. And some of them would get offended by that. I'm like, it's nothing to get offended by. I mean, I'll show you a picture of him, but he don't need to see you until I am extremely serious with this situation that we are in a deep committed relationship. So much so that I'm thinking about, you know, building a life with you. Then you can meet him. That's that simple. And I don't even believe in meeting a woman's kids either. I'm like, I don't need to meet your kids because they don't need, I don't need to be coming in their life like that. What if I'm gone next week? Them kids don't need to be asking about me. I mean, it just, that's what, how we have to do. We shouldn't be coming in and out of no child's life like that unless you're there for real. Okay. And then as a person that's coming into a situation, if a woman has kids or, or even if that, if she don't have a kid and you have one, she decides to be with you, then you can't have an attitude where, oh, that's her kids or, you know, that's my kids. No, if you're getting together, then that's our kids. You don't treat kids like that because I know it may not be your flesh and blood, but you do not treat kids like that. If you cannot treat those children equally, then don't get in a relationship like that. that I'm a firm believer of that because children are innocent. Children, you know, don't ask for situations they're in. So you have to, you know, make sure that it is, it's the right situation. And also run a background check on this person, especially if you go be around your children. You need to do that. Men and women run a background check. It don't cost that much because you need, you can't just believe everything somebody say. It's not you being suspicious. It's like, Hey, I got to protect my children. How do you know that person isn't a, a, a murderer or something? They just didn't tell you. You know, how do you know this person didn't get arrested for some sort of uh, sexual assault or something? You wouldn't have known because some people are extremely charming and they laugh with you and everything. And you don't know who you're sitting there talking to. So you don't want to bring nobody around you like that, especially especially with the child support system, because they clearly say you can't bring, you know, sexual, you know, crying people around your child. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of times in the paperwork. So it's a lot of things you have to consider when you get him back into a relationship after life, after divorce. But if you get together with this person, you start, you know, eventually living with each other, you get married, you make a blended family. It could work. It can work better than the first one because you, you should learn your lessons from the first one to pick the right person. So if anybody's, you know, having a life after divorce and, you know, you, you know, different stages, I kind of talked about every little stage just in this podcast. But, you know, like I say, enjoy each stage that you're in, especially just fresh out. Like I said, you know, don't rush to get in a relationship till you're ready. And, you know, like I said, because relationships could take you to the highest mountain or it could take you to the depths of hell. So you always want to make sure that when you get in that second relationship that you are whole and complete. You don't need to be saying, oh, well, this woman did me this and, and I, I'm just afraid you're going to do it. Listen, you talking like that to somebody. You don't need to be in a relationship. You're not whole yet. Just like a woman. Well, he did me this. He cheated. Well, look, I ain't that dude. So don't be sitting up here saying what, what he did. You're not whole yet. You need to go have some therapy sometime. For some people, you do need therapy. You need to talk to somebody. That's okay. It's not embarrassing to go talk to a psychologist because you've dealt with some situations. It's not embarrassing to do that. It's not. You ain't got to tell nobody you're doing it. So, you know, do whatever you have to do to heal. That's what I always tell people in the day before you get into a relationship. But whatever position you're at, you know, like I said, you guys can leave me a voicemail um, here on Anchor and then I'll, you know, start getting to them and, and responding to them. But leave me your thoughts. 
Thank you for listening to the Advised Media Network podcast. If you would like to send us some topics or maybe something you want us to respond to, if you're listening on anchor.fm, you can send a voice message in our account and we'll listen to it and try to cover what you would like us to cover on a podcast. Also, if you're listening outside of anchor.fm, maybe Apple, Spotify, Google, etc., you can email us a topic that you would like us or your situation at podcast at advisedshow.com. And that's the place you can email us and let us know what you'd like us to talk about if you're listening outside of anchor.fm. Also, producing a podcast is something great, and we also would appreciate the monthly support. As you support us monthly, it can help us continue to do our podcast more and more and more and dedicate time and resources to it. So if you're on Anchor, you can click the support podcast and you could donate whatever amount you'd like to donate a month. Any amount is appreciated. Also, if you're listening outside of Anchor, you can donate to us at paypal.me slash advise media network. Thank you for listening. See you next time.